0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Owning a small business can be overwhelming. How can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. There's so many places to reach customers. Email, text messages, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, live events. The list goes on. How are you, as the business owner, expected to own all of those channels? That's where Constant Contact comes in to help. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate
1: more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. I use this to grow my email list, and you should too. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial
2: at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hey,
3: everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Absolutely Epic Early Week Podcast. If you cannot tell by my voice, I am not Dean. You guys are welcome. He's too busy flirting with Mickey Mouse down at Fritz's wedding Um, is the only thing I can expect him to be doing. It seems like a real Dean thing. But now I am hosting this
1: week and I am joined here. We'll start off with Gohan. How are you doing over there, buddy? Hey man, good. Uh, listen, I thought I lost the tweets or consequences, back, Grant, and then when I found out in our group chat, I, I I didn't lose. I was all excited. I was like, "Oh, good! I've uh, I've survived another week." I thought it was going to be a rough week for me here on the pod, but uh, I'm I'm back and better than ever. And listen, it's a uh, we don't got many weeks of football left, so I'm excited. Uh, you know, can't wait to dive into the slate and talk about it a little bit.
3: Yeah, no, I thought I, I Devontae Parker got hurt in the early games. I'm like, all right, I'm done for. And then Melvin Gordon was one yard away from making me win in the first half. And then he did nothing, and which also ruined all my fantasy teams. But, oh, well, things happen. So I'm tweeting out this week. Let's get to our third guest uh,
4: Guest spot. Does, seems like one a year. How you doing over there, Big T? What's going on, boys? Yeah, I, I like coming on with you guys, especially doing a, doing a pod I don't usually do. So get me out of my comfort zone a little here. Yeah, yeah well, it's always fun having you on. Um, I guess we'll start off with – the question from last
3: week, which was new thing to watch or binge on Netflix or whatever. If you guys haven't listened to this pod before, we ask a question each week. You leave a comment in the comment section on the RG podcast page and we pick the best one and that person gets a t-shirt and one non-premium member gets a non-t-shirt. Premium member this week with the question was favorite thing to binge. Derek 84 won with Action Bronson and Friends Watch Ancient Aliens. I looked into it a little bit, and it's literally just guys getting stoned and eating a ton of food and watching the TV show, Ancient Aliens. So fantastic, fantastic suggestion there. And then the non-premium guy, Jay Work. I actually did watch Russian Doll this week because of him. And good show. Highly suggested. suggest it. I really enjoyed it. So, guys, go ahead and DM Dean because I'm not dealing with this stuff because I don't have any time and don't care to. Um, We'll make Dean do all the work, even though he's on vacation this week. But go ahead and DM and get your – Get yourself a t-shirt and big T you came up with the question for this week you know what it you remember what it is
4: yeah I want to know why people listen to NFL content on a Tuesday not this pod or that pod what or what do you get out of it too like why do you listen to an NFL pod on a Tuesday you, you got to have something better to do with your time I think, I think Big T outed himself. I don't think
1: he's a loyal listener of this podcast, but uh, you know, maybe, maybe I'm wrong on this one. But uh, well, I, yeah,
4: first of all, just to put it all out there, I like listening to you guys individually, all three of you. But I can't say I like listening to any NFL content early in the week.
3: <laughs> some people, some people got just stuff they want to listen to on their way to work, would be my guess. But yeah, guys, go ahead, go to the podcast page on RG. Uh, click on this podcast and leave it in the the comment section. I think you just go to rotogrinders.com slash podcast, and it'll be the first one up there on Tuesday. So go ahead and do that. Get yourself a shot at a free T-shirt if you're a premium member or a free week of RG Premium if you're not a premium member. But we got a full slate this week. Obviously, no more bye weeks. Now the Thanksgiving slate. And so we got a whole bunch of teams playing here, and it looks moderately interesting so far at first glance here. And, guys, the beginning of the week, so anything we say can be completely wrong by the end of the week, based on injury news. Um, but yeah, it's a first look pod. We generally have some good plays. Last week, I called Marcus Johnson. I just really want to stroke my own ego because I didn't <laughs> play any of them because I switched to Paris Campbell because the other two guys on this podcast talked me into it. So sometimes Can't listen to the two chalk guys. I know it was a it was a horrible idea. Marcus Johnson was such the right play, and I just. Completely fudged up. Don't ever me. listen to Dean in anything. Yeah, I know. I know. I expected better of you, Trav, But Dean, I should have known. But yeah, we don't yeah, have yeah. a whole.
1: I, I, listen, I, I always tell you, Grant. Like whatever we're saying on Tuesday isn't important. It, the, the Friday injury report matters, and pivot to that receiver, or running back that comes yeah, out. Yeah, I did, I and it
3: say, so. blew up, blew up my lineups. It wow. absolutely blew up my lineups. Instead of a mid price, Marcus Johnson for twenty five points, I got four points out of Paris Campbell. You idiot! I blame Dean. Yeah, <clears> yeah, just it's always Dean's go fault. back to
1: that man this is Dean's i hope he fault. doesn't get
3: lucky with Minnie this week um but in any with case got you
1: mean Mickey <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know,
3: whatever he wants I don't know I don't know he seems more like a goofy guy but uh, in any case we got a nice little what is it 13 game slate 14 game slate this weekend um no real high totals this week uh, I don't think there's a single one on the board with over 50. So we don't have an absolute lock and load. We've got, like, we'll just start off with quarterback here. we got Mahomes going up against Denver in a tough matchup here. we got Russell Wilson going up against Carolina, which is a run funnel, and we know how they like to run the ball. Winston is hurt. Deshaun Watson going up against a tough Tennessee defense, Tannehill, in the same matchup there. Baker is the next best price quarterback. Like, looking at quarterback here, don't really see a lock and load without Lamar Jackson on the slate here. We'll start off with you, Going Up at the top, who are you paying up for, if anyone?
1: Yeah, um, I think like Watson kind of sticks out, or Tannehill, right? Those two guys. Uh, these are both uh, pass defenses that you can expose a ton. So I think that they're interesting and in play and options that you want to consider. Watson has an amazing floor, right, for the rushing upside. So that's something that I'll I'll definitely be considering a ton. We have to wait and see what's going to happen with that Winston news. Uh, you know, he's obviously in play against the Lions uh, if he's healthy. But um, I think those are the two guys I'm kind of keying in on right now. I think the one thing to note too. Is uh, you know we're at that time of year where where the domes matter, right? It's it's kind of cold outside. We see these uh, quarterbacks struggle uh, sometimes in the colder weather, like a Baker Mayfield in Arizona. We know Arizona, you can do anything and everything on it. Uh, Mayfield's expensive at sixty four hundred, but there, there's definitely upside there for him, uh, you know, against this Arizona defense. So that's something to consider. Uh, Dallas's defense, we know we can target them and again. Another dome spot and Jared Goff. He he's been you know passing the ball a ton this season. I think he's like ranked fourth or third in the league in passing yards like uh, and it's clear uh, Jared Goff he's, he's not bad once he goes against these uh, you know, terrible defenses so uh, I think Dallas is a defense that we can expose here so I think Goff could be interesting in play uh, more, more so looking at these games that are in domes and trying to kind of take advantage of, of that opportunity like even Kyler at 5,600 that's pretty cheap for Kyler I know he was Hurt the la- uh, hurt the game before, and hasn't really shown that he's gonna pop. But might, people might be worried about that. I'm not that worried because, uh, you know, in tournaments, there's a ton of upside for a guy like a Kyler Murray. Yeah. What about you, Big T? Who are you looking at?
4: Yeah. Just you were talking about the totals too, and it's it's weird how many totals are in that same range where it's there's like seven or eight games that are like between 45 and 48. It looks like. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of directions to go. It's going to be kind of like this week where I, there wasn't much chalk this week until later on where some of the Jets' value opened up and different stuff like that. But it, it looks another like another week like that. I mean, at the top, obviously, you have to like Russell Wilson against Carolina. Carolina's been so bad. Seattle needs a win to stay in that race. They, they can still get back past San Francisco, which – Obviously, it's a big deal because one of them is going to get the one seed more than likely, and one of them is going to get the five seed. So, quite a big difference. They need to win. I like him. Man, the the game of the week is going to be Houston, Tennessee. And I can't – I just hate Deshaun Watson. I just don't think he's any good besides scrub time. Every week he gets there in scrub time. and It just tilts me to no end. And Tannehill, I mean, how is Tannehill priced in the same range as these guys? He's been good. I'm not saying he hasn't been, but we don't know what the weather's going to be in Tennessee either. I just don't – I think that game's going to be chalky, and I don't necessarily like those guys.
1: I mean, that's not a dome. I thought it was in a dome for some reason. I thought it was in Houston, so I guess the weather would matter. But, I don't know, it's Tennessee, right? It shouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I mean, Tannehill's been
3: putting up – Tannehill's put up multi-touchdown games four weeks in a row. They are actually – barely favored in this one this could be a potentially close game here like Tannehill, he can put up 300 plus yards has he played though oakland indy jacksonville kansas city carolina so when do you get to the
4: good teams i mean carolina is he, is, is houston
1: pretty... one of those good teams when it comes to defense i don't think so I mean, no
4: houston sucks you're right the,
1: the one thing yeah. i'll say is i i saw warren sharpa uh, tweet this out and it was before the raiders game like The the Titans for four weeks when when Tannehill was starting, like they're number one in explosive offense. uh, So, which is pretty shocking. But um, I don't know, man. Like with a guy like Derrick Henry out there, you have to worry about him so much. It just leaves open opportunities for Tannehill to like just have like you know single coverage guys and the opportunity for him to run as well. So, listen, I'm not scared of that Houston defense. Like it's it's another defense that I think we can target. You know what, Tannehill's QB rate or stats are kind of
3: similar to is when nick Foles was playing with chip kelly like yeah. just hyper efficient doesn't throw a whole lot of picks 118.5 passer rating honestly tan hill i don't think is a terrible play but yeah the guy i'm really looking at is jared goff i mean we saw his just horrible stretch where he wasn't able to do anything now he gets a match versus dallas they're near the bottom of the league in terms of pass defense like the Rams against bad pass defenses can do a whole lot. He's sitting there at 6,100. But there are a few cheap guys I want to talk to you guys about. Let's First one, Drew Locke has been good. And they're an 11-point underdog here against KC, I think, if that's correct. Um, Locke has been fantastic. He's got some weapons. It's going to be a spot where they're probably going to be throwing the ball later on in the game. He's 5,700 versus Kansas City. Like He's a potential spot there. Minshew – This Oakland pass defense is one of the worst in the league. They are a terrible team. Minshew should be able to put up some points. Eli Manning against the Dolphins. Like, you never want to do that. If he is starting this week, Eli Manning against the Dolphins at 5,200. Anyone can put up points against the Dolphins. And then David Blow, 5,300 up against the Tampa Bay pass funnel. He's got some good wide receivers that can absolutely do some work here. Like, any of these guys standing out to you, Big T,
4: yeah, I, I kind of like the range of of garbage guys down here just because the matchups, like you said, there's some good matchups down here. Miami's just got carved all year, obviously, to quarterbacks. Same with Tampa with the pass funnel. I mean, this blow isn't any good, but, man, it's a good spot for him. He's got good receivers. He's got good weapons. He's got a dome like you guys were talking about, so you know you got the good weather. I I like that call a ton, and it it makes sense, too, this time of year. Tampa Bay, too, they got some injuries popping up. You got to figure a team like that is going to start. There's going to be teams that quit. We've already seen it with Jacksonville. I wouldn't be surprised if a team like Tampa laid an egg. And some of these bad teams could really open up some massive fantasy upside late in the year. I like that call a blow. Detroit, they got my eye here early in the week.
3: Yeah, and you got two fantastic wide receivers to pair him with. What about you, Mangone?
1: You know, one other guy that's like, I guess fifty six hundred. It's not the cheapest, but uh, Philip Rivers. That is his classic. Like after had a good week, he'll let down. But um, the Minnesota has not been good against the pass this season. They're definitely a spot that we can target, and they got some talented players over there uh, on the Chargers side of the uh, ball. So uh, listen, I know Rivers can struggle to hit the, hit it sometimes, but I think he's certainly in play as an option at fifty six hundred that you can stack with some of those guys, right? Gordon Eckler. Williams, Allen, just so many different ways that you can go there. So, uh, yeah, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, the Eli thing is interesting because, I, I, listen, I don't want to play Eli. Um, that, that sounds like a terrible idea, but it's like anyone against the Dolphins, right? Um, I, I think you can kind of consider. So it's it's a conversation to have. And I thought Big T's call, again, you know, targeting the Bucs pasty is not a bad idea. So some of these, like, garbage quarterbacks, uh, I think in tournaments, are going to be really intriguing.
3: Yeah, yeah, no, I think, honestly, it's probably a better week to pay down a quarterback and if you really just want to get a zero for really cheap, Andy Dalton's in there, forty nine hundred. So yeah, if you want zero points, and that's probably not the worst day in the world. But <laughs> anyone we miss here, he's in, in trouble
4: because the Patriots already know all their signals. So he's gonna he's gonna have a rough week, I think. Gosh, I cannot believe that. that like
1: <laughs> they, they admitted they uh, I don't know if you saw the halftime thing. Like they basically said like. It. Yeah, they were like trying to like uh, you know, dial it back just to, How
4: does stuff like this even happen? Like I don't really care if it happened or not, but how does it even how does it always happen with the Patriots? <laughs> well, why do
1: they do it to bad teams? Like I guess they could get away with it. Like maybe unless they're doing it to everyone, but like it's always against like the Jets, like the just terrible teams, the Bengals, like uh, yeah, and the Patriots. Yeah, you
4: do. should not need to scout uh, against the Bengals like that. Yeah, yeah
3: if they- you can't be the Bengals then <laughs> By the way, the Patriots aren't going to do anything in the playoffs.
4: Like, am no. I wrong there? Like, they are not no, a very good not. team. No, they're not. Noodle arm is done. I mean, definitely. Put a fork in it.
1: I'm excited to see who they play, and I'm hoping it's, like, a team that, like, they can, that they'll, that'll, like, you know, beat them up pretty good, because, uh, like, I don't know, like, what if, like, do you think the Browns will beat them? Like, I don't know, like, who, who's that wild card team? That the they the
4: problem is, you're right about this, the problem is the AFCs, t- who's arguing, it was you arguing with me, wasn't it, that the AFCs better than the NFC? I which think it worst. was... I think no, it, was it was Kyle. Nothing. Oh, God, it was a bad. I couldn't believe it when these guys were arguing with me about it. But the AFC, outside of Baltimore, New England, not even New England, Baltimore and Kansas City, there's nobody.
1: Yeah, so here's the problem. I don't know what seed the Patriots will get, but let's say somehow the Patriots don't have to play the Chiefs and the Ravens. They they're going
4: to the get the two
3: seed, right? You no, know who's going to beat them, right? Tannehill. Tannehill?
1: That yeah. would be interesting. But, like, I, again, like, I haven't looked at the standings, but you're probably right about that. But I'm just saying, like, let's say there is a chance that they only – like, if they play the Ravens and the Chiefs, like, yeah, I don't see yeah. them out of it. But if they somehow get lucky enough to be able to only have to play one of them once, like, it's football. Anything can happen. Like, that defense is good. Like, I, I They're think not
4: going to be the four seed, though, so they're going to have to play – they're going to be the two or three, so they're going to have to play the other one. Yeah, and the, the only way that – Unless here, Buffalo somehow beats them. them.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, Buffalo's record's a lot better now. now I think, can, they, can they take the division, Buffalo?
4: They can. Buffalo controls their own fate, I think. I
3: don't think they do. Uh, Patriots on the tiebreaker is the problem. Oh. Um, so, unless they lose to the Bengals or Dolphins, maybe that's why they're scouting the Bengals. They have to beat them in order to take down the division. <laughs> oh, gosh, but well, this is fantasy. We should probably move on to the next position here. Let's move on over to running back and – we see CMC priced cheaper than we've seen in a little while. Sitting there at 10K going up against Seattle. Um, the game's projected within a six-point spread here, which seems a little bit low, but in Carolina, might be right. Like, up at the top, we have him. We have Cook versus the bad Chargers run defense. We have Henry, who is now pretty much a lock for 150 yards and a touchdown or two. Chubb going up against a terrible Arizona defense. Zeke versus the Rams guy I'm really looking at is Barkley going up against Miami. Um, I know he's been trash all season, but like he got to assume that he's going to do something here. Man, like, man, go tell me that – tell me I can't play Barkley.
1: Um, no, you, you can play him. He's certainly in play at 7,700. It's, it's a conversation to have. I think this range is really interesting, right? Like Leonard Fournette, I get it. He didn't have the best week last week, but – I'm not scared of the Raiders and the volume he's seeing. Why do you
4: keep wanting to play Fournette? Because he's, he's still- getting like 10 targets a week, uh, and he's yeah, getting about right? What he's getting?
1: Yeah, he's still getting cons- – I mean, if you look out throughout the, the – t-
4: So the last five weeks – okay, here we go. Does he have a 35-point game in there?
1: Out. Hey, do the, other fi- do the other five weeks count? Like, there's, he's got spots where he got 26 They've points. They've got blown out
4: right? five straight weeks. Why would you take a running back on a team that gets blown out every week that hasn't – Because he's facing Oakland. The last five. Because he in those games Oakland. he's been,
1: in those games he's gotten blown out, right? He had six he had six targets, seven, twelve, eleven, six. On top of that, they've been blown out in all those games. What if the games happen to be close?
4: And oh yeah,
1: why
3: it's would the it Raiders. be close? They're they're awful. They're playing Oakland this week.
4: Oh. You think Oakland's blowing them out? You think Oakland's blowing I out? Think, I guys? think Fournette is like the worst play every week. Oh, I mean, I can't the same argue price with that as for the us. good guys. Like, imagine playing him over like Saquon. Like, well, he,
1: here's the problem, right? Oh, uh, this is why I think he's in play. But the the problem is, you you probably want to play Carson, right? Because Penny's out. I want to play like, you 7, over <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I do I got the speed for that? Can I? Can I slip? I mean, the this drum? guy's
4: had 40 yards, 23 yards, 38 yards, 50 yards. Like, he's awful.
1: I get it, but the targets are oh, nice. but the it's volume. Nice.
4: He gets twelve targets and a the, the the regression is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Just play Barley Listen, instead. I, I right? get it,
1: but I, I know Grant, you like Barley. I like Carson probably more though. Like I think he's the guy I would rather. I want go you with.
4: playing Fournette. We need we need early week action here. Only no, you can have Fournette. I I, I want Carson. Carson.
1: No, I want Carson more. Like that's the guy I prefer. The reason why I like him is Penny's gonna be out and Carolina has been horrible against the run. Uh, all year long so I think Carson's the guy like that's my favorite between Barkley Fournette and Carson but I think those three are all in play like I, I don't really love a lot of the guys above like Zeke I'm not touching uh, I, I probably should play Henry but I'm not um, Dalvin Cook uh, I don't know if I want to go there like do we want to pay for CMC probably not uh, Chubb against Arizona could be interesting like these guys are at this price I just think they're not in like elite matches I think like, once you kind of hit Barkley is where it starts getting interesting
3: what about Josh Jacobs going up against Jacksonville's defense? Like, if they are going to get blown out, then Jacobs is going up against a team that gives up the most rushing yards per attempt in the entire league. He can get twenty plus carries. Like, anytime they're blowing a team out, he'll get twenty plus carries. They're giving up five point four yards per carry here. He's priced at seven K. Like, it's early in the week. He may not even play. In which case, DeAndre Washington gives a fantastic play here. But, like. What about Jacobs, Baco?
1: Yeah, um, I, I get it, but I'm probably not going to do it. I'll just wait and see what the news ends up saying. Uh, like I guess I, I prefer some of the other guys that are a little, you know, up there more. I am curious to see if it's like a DeAndre Washington or Jalen Richard week again. like, you know, wait for Friday or Sunday. We'll kind of get a report on that. So, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not in love with Jacobs right now. I think I'd prefer, you know, the like the three guys I
4: kind of discussed. All right, big team, what about the five K to six K. I love Jacobs, by the way. I love the Jacobs call. Thank you. Suck as long as I mean, obviously he has to play, but if he plays, I love him. Yeah, what about the five to six K range? I mean, we got Lindsay going up against the
3: Chiefs there. The Broncos have been good recently. I know it's a big spread, but Chiefs one of the worst run defenses in the league and Lindsay's one of the like best yards per carry guys in the league. Yes, he's not controlling the entire backfield, but he's still there. We got Freeman going up against a tough San Francisco team, but they're still not nearly as good against the run as they are versus the pass. Gurley, going up against Dallas, gives up a ton of targets to opposing running backs. Like, they're not a great run defense. Mixon crushed last week, but I'm not playing him against New England. And then Melvin Gordon and Eckler sitting there at 65 and 6,700. Like, this team is just doing everything through the running backs. Minnesota's been decent versus the run here. But we're getting Melvin Gordon in peak, peak whatever form, not even <laughs> – doing that great, but more just the fact that he's getting the volume and he'll be getting a lot of the red zone work. Like, Melvin Gordon or Eckler, I think, could go off for a massive game here versus Minnesota. I don't expect anyone to play him.
4: Yeah, you're right. No no one's going to play him, especially – I like Eckler, too, against a defense like Minnesota. He catches these dump-offs. We saw it last week, obviously, against your guys' Jacksonville team, but breaks it to the house, 30-plus points, so much upside that – I mean, I I like it. I like both those guys. I don't love to pick on Minnesota, but I agree they're going to be completely unowned. They got talent, and they just get so much workload that it makes a ton of sense. And I like that going down a little bit. I keep saying I'm going to play him because he treated me well on showdown, and he's gone off two straight weeks. But Mostert, man, against Atlanta, which is like our favorite matchup, San Francisco needs to win. I know they got three running backs. I understand that. But no one's going to play him because of that. And he's looked so good, and he's only 5,200. I I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. Ten carries last week,
3: 19 carries the week before. That San Francisco run offense, like, just knows what they're doing. They're just fantastic every single week. Atlanta, it's a perfect game script for them to run the ball constantly just because they don't have that great of a defense. I really like that call. What about in this mid-tier range for you, Mangone?
1: Yeah. So, uh, I think the Gordon call makes a ton of sense. Uh, like him. Um, I think the one guy that I think is interesting that you guys have, I don't think I heard you guys mention it. Um, I, I kind of think, uh, Todd Gurley at six K could be really interesting. Uh, he's starting to get more of the volume. Uh, I do worry about the Malcolm Brown goal line vulturing, but, um, listen, 19 uh, carries in 23 and they said they were going to get him more work. So, I think against Dallas here, I think he could definitely be an intriguing play. like the Lindsey call a lot. think that was good. And I agree with Big T on the Moser call. The funny thing is, is on FanDuel, he's like $7,500. Um, is he? Yeah, they priced him up like aggressively. You can't um, play him at that. No, for sure. You, you can't. Like, that's just crazy. But um, I'm wondering if he becomes chalk at 5200 Like, you know how people see those price differences, Big T. Like He's people...
4: literally like an eyeball test, too, because everyone knows they got three. He just looks good. Like, he's got explosion in there.
1: Yeah, so, like, does this – this is my question. Does this gain traction throughout the week, and does he become bad chalk? Because,
3: like yeah, – I don't co- think there's any way he becomes chalky. At 5,200, yeah. no one wants to play a three-running back team. Any They don't <laughs> want to play any – like, we've seen Coleman – Go for what thirty-two points one random week. He wasn't close to Chuck the next week.
1: I know, but I'm just saying if you if you got uh, if you got no value, right? Like I'm just it's something that I'm asking. And like I said, seeing the difference between Fanduel, people might be like, "Oh, uh, and what if he becomes the bell cow?" Let's say they say he's the bell cow now. Like
4: well, uh, if they I said that, then obviously people would play. Yeah, I know. That. Why would they say that? I
1: don't. I, I don't know. Sometimes you get coach Beacon. I'm just curious. Uh, you know, if
4: they, just, if they said that, then I think he'd be chalk, but I don't. Yeah. think they'd say it.
1: I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm always looking for news and looking to see what coaches are saying. So I'm, I'm curious if something comes out. Because it is weird, but you're right about the eyeball test on him. He's been – looked really good. Um, I mean, we don't it – it sounds like from what we talked about before, uh, we're not Team Tom Brady uh, on this podcast. So uh, we're also probably Team Attack the Bengals. So why aren't we considering James White and Sony Michel? Um, right? They have to probably do something here. At least you would assume – Sony
4: that has been like – so bad.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, why not White? Like, they've been giving White more work. Uh, does it yeah. become a Rex Burkhead week out of nowhere? I don't think so. Again, like, this is, uh, you know, if we're doing Rex Burkhead. You don't think so, but
3: work. it's the Patriots. I mean, can you
4: ever trust them to <laughs> Anybody do could, could I do? I
1: yeah. know, but I'm just saying, Aces the Bengals, man. Like, it's like, if, if you know, if Dean and, and Crane were running, like, a two running back set against the Bengals, I'd be in on them. Like, I'd be like, okay, we got to consider them at 3K. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh,
3: I think I'd... I've seen Crane run the tire draw. I don't think
4: I'm going with him. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fade Crane too.
1: Oh, fair enough. But uh, I don't know. I guess White's probably the best guy. 5400. I think there's some upside there. So uh, don't, don't sleep on him. I think there's uh, upside with him. Um yeah. What other guys you got? You have any? Are
4: you know we, the guy who we need to talk about? Our Laird and you know, Savior. Definitely not him. The guy we just watched Monday Night Football. He's got to be Men Price, Boston Scott.
1: That sounds awful.
4: Oh, gosh. He just looked incredible on Monday night. They need a spark on offense. They got no receivers. He had to pass at least a Jai as the backup. So even if he gets like 30 to 40% of the work, he's men priced. Yeah. I
3: mean, it's Jordan Howard going to play. Yeah, he did get 10 rushes. He good, man. Targets. That's eyeball test again. Like, this dude looked good. Uh, I mean, we've seen him play a little bit before. I think they were talking about. I remember correctly, they were talking about him being pretty decent last year or the year before. I can't remember exactly, but they they, they liked him. And I mean, we just saw he did this week. Miles Sanders, like they don't want to give a full workload to him. You might be right. Like Boston Scott might
1: be a decent play. We've we've said we've said crazier things on this podcast. I'll say that.
4: But. I would never make fun of a men price player that's going to be on the field for the record.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing he's going to get work. Like I'm just still digesting it. Like yeah, I didn't know if it was like that, like one time thing. They're
4: just it could be like he could easily get us like two fantasy points for sure. That's in, that's definitely in the equation.
1: If I told you big T, you have to roster Boston Scott or Rex Burkhead this week.
4: Like I w- <laughs> it wouldn't even be like a comparison for me.
1: Yeah, no, just, I know. I just
4: watched one guy get <laughs> 25 fantasy points. Rex hasn't got that in like three years. No, he, just, he got he, he, The last he, he, time he got it was opening week.
1: He got seven carries last week for 15 yards. What a beast.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, yeah. I mean, Burkhead probably will have a good game at some point, but it'll probably be like in the playoffs when no one sees it coming and they somehow find a scheme that it works for him or something.
1: Yeah. Do you guys have anyone else? Like, I don't see a lot else to like here. What about um, Tariq
3: Cohen going up against Green Bay? I mean, they're probably going to be trailing in that game. He could get a lot of jump-offs. I, I still will play Patrick Laird just because. I mean, I'm I'm sold. I'm sold just on him as a person after the last <laughs> few <a> weeks.
1: <laughs> Double-digit double points the last two weeks, Big T. You're not in on it. 5,400. And he plays he – plays, 4,500, and he plays the Giants, man. Like, uh, your boy, I mean, Boston Scott, just ate them up. How could you not?
4: I mean, he's white. Is he white? He's got to be Yeah, he's white. Oh, yeah, God, I mean, look at his He's definitely white.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he might yeah. be whiter than me.
4: He's fine. Like, he's, he's 4,500.
3: Like, he's fine. Yeah, what about, I don't know, Ronald Jones in there at 4,600. Darius it doesn't look like they're going to give him a whole workload, but he's sitting there at 4,600. LaShawn McCoy. Potentially at forty four hundred, um,
4: like any of these other guys sticking out to anyone. My boy, Jamal Williams down there at forty two. I always like him.
1: He he is cheap now. Like, uh, and it's it's against the Bears. Uh, th- those dump offs could be juicy, right? Against Chicago, I, I don't I don't hate it. I saw the price tag and I was like, man, like I would not be shocked if you're seeing like Jamal Williams get fifty percent of the snaps. Like Packers are trailing and you know they're out they're out here just dumping off passes to Jamal Williams for cheap. So I get in tournaments. I don't hate that
3: yeah yeah i could see that being a pretty decent play i don't i don't know i just don't end up playing him it's bad analysis but i just don't play him because every time i do it crushes me um yeah like i just don't really see anyone else and we haven't really talked i mean we didn't go over extensively up at the top i mean cmc cmc but derrick henry are you buying what he's done recently like just second i'm buying it because he did
4: it last year too
3: yeah, he just crushes. He's getting a ton of workload. They're the favorites. Like, t- Houston's defense isn't grand. No, they're worse versus the pass than they are versus the run, but still not great versus the run. I mean, 8,500, though. It's, it's just getting so far up there. But we always talk about how we want a guy that's just getting the entirety of the offense. Partially why I go with get disappointed by Uncle Lenny every single week. But Henry is just getting the lion's share of the offense now. He's getting rushes by the boatload and they actually have a competent quarterback in there that can get a little the numbers better. are just off the chart. Like
4: just crazy good.
1: Yeah. You man, you stole money from Kyle and crane. I was jealous.
4: Oh, I that was like stealing. I,
1: I was upset. You didn't call me to go on the show. And then I could, uh, I could have stole some money from because I would have been taking Henry with you. That was bad. Uh, it was free money.
4: I'll take. I mean, I'm just going to keep pounding Henry. I just, I'm glad his price goes up. So people are scared to play him because he just goes off. same thing happened last year. He's playing Houston this week at home. He's going to go off again.
1: Like well, It's classic. Like, like the price is going up, and, like, I'm – like I mean, Big D, I'm a cash guy, right? Like, I, I'm not going to touch him at that price. It's, like, too pricey. Why,
4: private. though? Uh, explain just, it to me right now. Like, on the pod, just explain it to me why you don't like – So, you love Uncle Lenny, who scores 12 points every week. I
1: don't love him. I but you him hate Henry, way. who
4: gets 30 points every week. Explain that to me.
1: No, I again. I, I well, there's a difference in price. There's a 900, and he doesn't catch passes, right? That's one of the problems that we. he yeah, doesn't so catch passes, detail.
3: but he's averaging what 20 points on the season.
4: He's oh, averaging like 28 the last five. Well, you guys act like the last five weeks doesn't matter. It matters more than the whole year, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean he's no, getting it like matters. What we want,
3: I mean, like we're not used to guys that are averaging over a touchdown per game, but. Henry, every single game, you expect him to get a touchdown with a decent shot at two. You expect 100 yards every single game. I mean, he's going to end up with 1,600 yards in all likelihood this season. So you're getting the 100-yard bonus most every single week. So that's 12 points right there. And you're getting one to two touchdowns. So
4: your floor is roughly 16 points. And but he doesn't get going. nine nine targets from Mangone, so he, he's not allowed to play him.
1: No, I mean, I, I listen, if I get the – it's not necessarily that. Um, like I said, I, I'm probably not going to play like – I'm probably not going to play Fournette or, or Henry in my cash lineup, right? I'd probably go to a Barkley or a Carson instead because it's, it's just cheaper, and I think that there's, uh, you know, good opportunity, obviously, because I, I like getting the PPR upside too, right? It's like you're getting a running back and a receiver there as well. Uh, but it depends. Like if I end up having like cheap receiver value – I'll definitely go to Henry. I mean, I played him the week that he exploded uh, against Jacksonville, I think it was. like Which week uh, did he
3: exploded. He explodes every week.
1: No, I'm saying like the week that – well, it was the week he exploded against Jacksonville. That was a week that he was really chalky in cash games. And one of the reasons why is uh, we didn't love a lot at running back,
4: right? Like we typically – he was cheap. Like you love him when he's cheap.
1: Yeah, he was cheap, right? Like now he's 8,500. Like, he's sure,
4: 8,500 because he gets 8,500 points a week. Well, I'll tell you this:
1: if you're telling me, "Hey, pick between McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, Chubb, and Elliott," like I want Henry first. Like if I'm doing a draft, I'll take Henry uh, probably before all those guys. Actually, maybe not Cook, but actual Cook's hurt, man. Like I don't know, he's probably. Still I would going take
4: to- for sure the rest of the season if I had to rank running back the rest of the year, not counting anything but points. I would bet anyone right now. I'll take Henry. I mean, like you- they have to win too.
1: Yeah, I mean Henry. Henry's probably like if, of those five I mentioned. He's probably the number one play. But like I said, I'm probably just not spending my money on there right now. But if I get money to spend, because I of thought the running
4: backs where we like to lock in the safety.
1: Uh, we do, we do, but um, I just don't understand
4: is, why the cash people don't like. Like it doesn't make sense to me.
1: I mean, he's I not—he's mean, not he's not going to get two touchdowns every game, right? That there is the. You're going to go
4: right with here. the cardi, the cardi take, like he's just—it can't happen. He's not. going to No, gonna get no. Two every week.
1: no. I'm just saying. Well, he—he he can't. He's not going to do it every single week. But uh, like said, he I said, I like get him.
4: one or two every week, though. What about the week he gets four? Like he could he still got the four in the outcomes too.
1: Hey, you're not wrong. He does have the four, but um, like I said, he's just I, so
4: good. Like you can't Houston, He's Houston sucks, man. Houston's D. Oh. I just don't I don't think
1: we're gonna spend on running I, and like the, the like the quote unquote optimal build. I don't know if you're gonna spend on running back. And the reason why, like as we get the receiver, we have some really good spend up receivers this week in, in really good spots. I mean Calvin Ridley is ruled out. I get San Francisco's tough, but Julio Jones could be an interesting play. Like Godwin is obviously someone that you want to consider spending on here.
4: Julio Jones, by the way, is complete you like all the dusty dudes. Like Julio Jones is complete dust.
1: I mean, I, I haven't played it much this year, so it's been uh, – it, I've been – it's been paying off. But with Ridley out, you're going to have to – I mean, you're probably going to go one of the cheaper receivers. And, again, with that cheap receiver option, I'm guessing is it the Blake guy? I, we can talk about it once you get the receiver, but uh, – Yeah, let's yeah, just they, go there
3: now. Um, yeah. And let's start off at the top. I mean, you said Julio without Ridley, fantastic play. And I get that Michael Thomas just put up massive numbers versus San Francisco. But San Francisco is quite possibly the top pass defense in the league. Like I get Julio's Julio, but you're not. You're getting a bit of a discount, but not a massive discount here. Like, well, what's a,
1: what's his ownership, right? Like, if everyone's thinking that, if I told you Julio was less than five percent, like
4: how oh, Julio le- is not going to be less than five percent with well, Ridley out? Again, yeah. I, 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 I just asked. Less than five percent.
1: Yes, he has. He has been. Like, I can find you a week if you oh, if it was, you it was, that, if it was you told me if you told me there's money. Facetious
3: there, like yeah, it, it's happened I, I get it. before, but it rarely this happened,
4: week though.
1: No, yeah, I get that. But like I said, like, Godwin, like, is Evan's going to be out? Like, he's doubtful, right? Godwin Evan's definitely going to be out. Yeah, so Godwin's, like, probably the the top receiver of the week, right? If you had to pick one guy, he's probably the guy. And, like, I think people are really going to jam him in their lineups uh, against Detroit here. It's also in a dome. So, like, people are going to want to spend up that receiver for Godwin. He's probably the number one, uh, like, overall guy that pops in the bottom
3: Yeah, he was the main guy that immediately stood off the page. I mean, Hopkins doesn't have an easy matchup here, but maybe a fuller out. I think that makes him a decent tournament option. Adams doesn't have a good matchup, but he's going to get the volume. Hill doesn't have a good matchup, but he's Tyreek Hill. Diggs doesn't have an easy matchup going up against Hayward, but he still digs, like, up here at the top. And then Edelman going up against Cincinnati. Don't know if he'll get the volume because they might be ahead. And Galladay has... Uh, blow throwing to him, but it is in Tampa Bay. Like, is an interesting one at 7,200. Like,
1: the, can... the reason why it's interesting, Grant, is because the Detroit doesn't run the ball. Like, they they can't. Like, what are they going to do? Run, run Bo Scarborough out there? Like, they're just passing the ball a ton and, and the Buccaneers are a perfect spot, so I love the Galladay call. I think Galladay's an amazing play. Uh, they're just going to pass a ton, so uh, yeah, have to like that.
4: Yeah, who are you looking up at the top, T? <laughs> yeah, I, I love the Galladay call. We talked about it at quarterback, but I love the double stack, him and Marvin and Galladay. How much is Marvin? You run it uh, back with Godwin, man. There you go. Yeah, I, I like that a ton for sure, and I like Hopkins at the top too. Going back with Henry, just <laughs> I wonder if I could fit all those dudes on the same team. Actually, it looks like well, so.
1: A- I was I was thinking about it right, and like thinking back to Henry, we might be able to get Henry this week. And the reason why I might be able to get Henry is like we got Washington this week, right? And they're playing the Eagles and the Eagles don't have receivers, right? Like these Eagles receivers are going to become chalky, right? If we don't have, let's, I don't know if Aguilar is going to play, but let's say Aguilar plays, right? And he's the number one guy. I know he can't catch, but he's 4k. Greg Ward is 3k. Our Sago Whiteside is 3.3k. So um, I don't think you can completely sleep on playing some Eagles receivers as some cheap options. And again, they're playing Washington, right? Like they're not playing, uh, you know, some team that's, Uh, a problem and I know you say oh they played the Giants the weather was kind of gross so um yeah I think these Eagles receivers could help us unlock that what do you think Tony
4: I'm gonna put this team in right now just for the record like just so we can I can put a team in early in the week but Blow, Galladay, Marvin, Godwin run back and then Henry and Hopkins What's going in? What about your boy Boston Scott? You he's he's got to be in there because I don't have. Yeah, salaries. you got to have some cheap guys, man. Yeah. You can't just play everyone.
1: Well, I'm just making sure. I'm making well, sure.
4: Scott, it. I got I got a punty and a pun tight end, and I'm home free. I'm looking yeah. for full transparency from you, Tony. You know, cool. Yeah, we'll that. You know, I'm going to tell you the whole team by the end. I need to. I need a cheap tight end when we get to tight end. But oh,
1: we'll we'll uh, get you while the, We talk yeah. about some
4: Philly uh, receiver, tight ends. you Back to the Philly receivers. You asked me like, who who, who are the Philly receivers? They don't uh, so have a white side um, and
3: Greg Ward right now. Well, I mean, if Aguilar plays, he's a guy too. But, yeah, it's like we saw Ward when everyone was out against Seattle. He had seven targets.
4: Like,
1: yeah. He, he went off tonight, I think. I can't remember the stat line. Let me pull it up real quick.
4: Ward was good tonight. And – he's 3k so yeah i agree with that like he, he whoever's whoever plays for affiliate receiver is definitely in play a hundred percent
1: so greg ward had uh he had nine so he didn't really go off but he had nine targets for 34
4: yards uh, and he, he had a touchdown that literally got called back for no reason it was a yeah. complete phantom hold
1: yeah i saw someone on twitter i, I did not watch the game closely but someone on twitter was like good greg ward could have 26 fantasy points
4: right he now, had two season. touchdowns got one got called back and one he got stopped on the inch line so so, yeah well, there you go wow. He's 3K so absolutely they That's have like- literally no receivers you all so
3: that brings me to another point. I know that you love playing Miami wide receivers um, I do too uh, but like if Parker's out it's Alan Hearns and Ford and Albert Wilson might be out too so it's Isaiah Ford and Hearns going up against this New York pass defense.
4: Like Ward, we officially entered the fun part of the season, haven't we? Where we, we, we are, play we are just,
1: playing some I'm dusty like, receivers. Like we're going to jam. in. you're not going to play Henry, I no, mean, I'm playing. No, play I'm playing. I'm playing Henry now.
3: Yeah, why would you, why in cash would you not play Henry when you could just throw in what Ward? <laughs> we're going to have play McCaffrey Ford. and Henry by the end of the show. This we get right McCaffrey, this. Henry, and Cook. I'm going to see if I can build a <laughs> McCaffrey, Henry, Cook lineup. Well, listen, have yeah, 3K is, people everywhere.
1: This is why they say, you know, this isn't the first podcast you should listen Or this is the first <laughs> podcast you should listen to. No, that's to, why Dean says it. That's ridiculous
3: why to. Dean says it. I'm no, just spitting straight fire. We got Bengals going up against noodle
4: arm Brady <laughs> for 1800 We got all the cash oh. in the world. Stop getting me excited here. I mean, that just got me. Whew, I'm like three quarters thinking about Noodle Arm coming to Cincy.
1: I'm excited to listen to the Wood Show on Sunday to hear you guys mention these, like, dusty receivers and everyone oh. get excited.
3: What about in the mid-tier here, guys? So, like, we got Alan Hearns, as I said, with Devonte Parker potentially out. Mike Williams finally got a touchdown going up against Minnesota. Like, he could be in for a decent workload here. Shepard or Tate could potentially be a decent play going up against Miami with noodle arm Manning going up, <laughs> Corlin Sutton in a spot where he's going to get volume because, like, Drew Luck, how many times do you think he threw last week? 30. I don't actually know. That's why I asked. I have
4: no idea either. It was a complete guess. I could be way off. 27 last week. Oh, that was a good guess. Me. 28
3: the week before. Sutton in the last two weeks, or last few weeks, 7, 5, 8, 9 targets. Like, if they're going to be throwing the ball a lot because they're an 11-point dog here, Locke didn't look too bad. Sutton's 5,900. He has double touchdown upside. He has 10-catch upside. He has 100-yard upside. He's sitting there at 5,900.
1: Oh, that's too cheap, man. I didn't think see him that cheap. That's pretty good.
3: Yeah, like he's, he's clearly the number one option, and his QB actually looks good. He could have a 30% target share in this matchup with a lot of volume. He's also not a
1: dusty receiver. He's like actually good. Like he's he's hashtag good. good.
3: He's right. And then one guy that I have just a boatload of interest in is Michael Gallup. He's 5,400. Let me see. 5,700. Like Ramsey could just be put in there to shut down Cooper. We've seen massive games out of Gallup this year. Like it's going to be a. The Rams play at an incredibly high pace, so Dallas is going to have a whole bunch of opportunities. I know that they're not the greatest team in the world versus the run, but they're pretty darn good versus the run. And so I could potentially see Cooper getting shut down by Ramsey, which we've seen Cooper get shut down more times than I can count. He just happens to have some random awesome games. Like Gallup at 5,700, this mid-tier is stacked. And Marvin Jones, I mentioned it before, 5,200. That's way too low of a price tag for a guy that's had a 35, 40-point game this season.
1: And then there's some good spots on this slate, man. Another guy that's kind of cheap that we saw him again, another Monday Night Football guy that blew up was, was Slayton, man. Like, Slayton looked good. and It's Miami, right? Like, anyone against Miami, you you got to consider. So, like, Golden Tate, what's his price? He's $5,900. i would rather just go Slayton probably for 4800 So So, um, yeah, there's – man, this, this mid-tier's got some juicy guys, too, that we definitely, uh, definitely could like.
4: Yeah. Anyone else that we miss here? Anyone? Yeah. I, my favorite guy in here is McLaurin. I play McLaurin every week. Uh, he, he, dude, he's, he's, got
1: the, he's so talented, T, but his so quarterback talented. is so bad. I mean, so bad. We're
4: playing Philly, though, and Philly just keeps getting dusted by these these talented guys. Last week, Parker. This week, Slayton. These talented guys that can get deep. I think the matchup's pretty good, and he's only 5,300. I mean, last week, he goes seven for fifty seven. An incredible touchdown again. He's always one percent owned. I mean, it's a good upside play.
1: No, uh, you're you're right about the upside. I, just, I hate his
4: quarterback that. is so bad. You're so right, like, he is bad.
3: so bad. Is he better than Eli Manning? Yeah, I think no, he, he might be better run, than yeah. Eli.
4: Actually,
1: uh, oh, I man. do. Have, I do have one other guy. Uh, I mentioned him earlier. the The Atlanta situation, right? Uh, Gage. Got, Gage is expensive, but who's the? Um, is it? Where, where that that Blake guy? He got some action. I think I'm trying to find Atlanta on here. <laughs> Um, yeah so
3: it's i just pulled him up right oh, now. he had
1: zero targets last week it was the week before he had nine uh that's why i was kind of curious but yeah i don't was know. working the
3: targets i'm gonna look up this game
1: yeah, um, i'm so confused i know that that zacharias guy had the longest touchdown this year in nfl he had a, his first career catch in the nfl and it was a 93 yard touchdown but he only had two targets, so I don't think there was much with him. So, yeah, just figured I'd mention the, the cheap – Atlanta is
4: probably going to get shut out this week for the record. Like, yeah, a good game, chance they get shut out. Good, yeah. good
1: bounce back week for San Francisco coming home, uh, you know, after uh, – Bounce
4: actually, back. They won
1: last Yeah, week. as you say, they won. Yeah, I forgot they won, man. I'm, I'm blanking on that. That <laughs> was so, a
4: good win, too. That, cause that,
3: that, game that, was, awesome. that was the best – quite possibly the best game I've seen all season.
1: Yeah, I yeah. forgot they won because I'm busy watching Red Zone, man. There's so much going on. But, yeah, the, dude, that game was – the Kittle run was amazing.
4: Oh, that oh, was gosh. the play of the year. That that
1: play was sick. He had though.
4: three dudes on him, and one of them was ripping his face mask off, and he still drug him for, like, ten yards.
1: Yeah, and he's doing this off the ankle, right? Like, that ankle's still probably, like, bugging it. He don't care. He's, he's <laughs> the man.
3: Guy's yeah. a man. Well, let's move on to the tight end then. Um, like, up at the top, we got Kelsey going up against Denver, like – just funnels targets to tight ends we got Kittle going up against Atlanta great tight end spot we got Ertz the only guy in that offense going up against Washington not great versus the tight end like this is looking like a good spend-up spot I'll get to the mid-tier later but Big T what do you think about the spend-up guys
4: yeah I like all of them I mean you just talked about it Kelsey against Denver Kittle against Atlanta perfect matchup Ertz, the only receiver right now, literally the only receiver. Like, oh, you don't have anybody. And yeah, I mean, it makes sense up top. Even Waller against a Jacksonville team that's completely quit. The top four guys are just incredible plays this week. And I mean, you look down a little lower. Goddard, you just mm-hmm. talked about Philly, 4,300. You got to like Goddard, too. So you got five guys. This is a good week for tight end for sure. All those guys. We talked about some bad matchups at receiver in different spots. These are all good matchups, every single one of them. So, I like all these guys. Yeah,
3: what about Hunter Henry at 5,200? Like, Minnesota gives up tons of targets to opposing tight ends. Henry has double touchdown upside. He's heavily involved in that offense. Rivers loves him. He only got four targets last week, but that's because Virgil Green got a touchdown, and they were so far ahead. Mangone. Up at the top, which guy's your favorite?
1: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. Like these top guys, man, all in great spots. Uh, I like them all. Waller against the Jags, too. The Jags' pass, he hasn't been good. So Waller could definitely ball out here. Uh, like him, uh, Goddard was another guy you mentioned that, uh, again, like uh, we obviously want to target, uh, you know, we want to target these Philadelphia tight ends here in this box. They don't got any receivers. They're interesting. Gazeki pops off at 4 K. The Giants, I don't hate him. We we talked about Parker not being there too, so he's obviously going to have to get some more work, you would assume. Um another guy, like he's been awesome like and it's Tyler Higbee, man. He's 3900 against the Cowboys. Cowboys has been like
4: to- incredible, incredible.
1: Yeah, and uh, Big T, you talked about like, you know, here at the end of the season like, you know, we don't care what Tyler Higbee did in week 3 and week 4. I really like, we 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 care what he did the past couple weeks and like they're they're riding him down the stretch and, and Everett's out. Um and if you look at that game too, they're playing uh different they're not playing like that three wide receiver set like they've been playing. They're going to that more uh you know, trying to run the ball more and just with the tight end, getting them involved and in, and Higby is I think he's an amazing play. The Dallas Cowboys are terrible against tight end. So I don't know if he's the cheap tight end you can go with Tony at thirty nine hundred, I don't know if you got the I mean money. Cheaper.
3: I, need I, 3, got
1: I got cheaper. Uh, I got cheaper. I don't know if he's going to be chalk again, but Ian Thomas, we're going to be Seattle who we know we don't like. Listen, we're not big Kyle Allen fans, but we're not Seattle defense fans. And, I mean, Ian Thomas had 10 targets last week. Um, is 3,100, is he a guy that you can jam in there, or do you need even cheaper?
4: Yeah, no, I got 3,300 I need here. So, he, he fits in there, and I agree. He looked good. Like I couldn't figure out why everyone wasn't just jamming him last week. He was men price on FanDuel even where we never get that men price FanDuel tight end, 4K. People were so worried about the coach. I'm sure you were too, man, going like the, oh, there's three tight ends and all the coach talk. Were you worried about him? Um
1: Early in the week But then I like Read up on it And I was like Well it's a blocker And a fullback Like I don't I don't think i you as... play on both sides No I didn't play on both sides And the reason why Is I just had salary Like I, I had salary To get up to Waller Um I forget what my I forget what my two v two was. I was considering Rudolph too, but listen, I had a really good team, so I'm, I'm very happy with uh, the decisions I made. it just dude, I, I was I was really allowed to take down the 250, and Waller and uh, you know Uncle Lenny let me
4: down and down the stretch. So. Can't believe Uncle Lenny let you down. I mean, I, I'm shocked. Did he get good volume though?
1: I, I, I was I, – it was too sad, man. I stopped watching. I was just like, I can't – the Jaguars were down so much. It was so bad. Um, one other tight end we should mention with uh, Evans being out, and he's kind of emerging now, is O.J. Howard, right? Him, it was great. It's great.
3: Bright. Great's well, the
1: both guy. The, you can, they're both the guy, right? Like, there's no Evans.
3: No, uh, no, no. Howard has been the guy for – one week, he's gotten volume. Braid has been the guy that's gotten volume two of the last four weeks. <laughs> up against Indy, he ended up with 13 points. Up against New Orleans, he ended up with 14 targets. Well,
1: Howard had five targets, 73 yards, and 11.3 fantasy points. So, I don't think Howard was was bad last week. I think mean, he was pretty good, too. I mean, Honestly,
3: was- with, with uh, Evans out, you're kind of right. I could see Howard being put out wide. I mean, they did with him a few times last year and the year before. Like, they have no problem doing a two-tight end set and then Uh, just going with Howard on the outside afterwards. Like It's a decent spot. You're not wrong. Two guys that we haven't mentioned yet that I really, really like. Two of my favorite Titan plays on the slate that you don't think about and you haven't thought about a whole lot is first, Njoku versus Arizona. Like He's back now. He's playing. He's a guy that we were very high on at the beginning of the season. He has upside. He's just been injured and now gets a matchup versus Arizona, which we all know Arizona – and then Fant. Noah Fant has had 100 yards twice in the last six weeks. He's really liked by Locke, it looks like. He has touchdown upside. He missed – he dropped a touchdown in the end zone versus the Chargers. So, he would have had three touchdowns in the last five weeks. It's sitting there at 4,500 – 4,100 going up against Casey that gives up boatloads of points to opposing tight ends. Gives up a ton of volume. And they're going to be throwing a ball a bunch and coming from behind, which they don't have any other weapons outside of Sutton and Fant. So if Locke throws the ball 40 times, Fant's probably going to end up with seven targets. Like this is a beautiful spot for him. I really like both these guys. And like it's early on in the week. I'm guessing the joke gets a little bit, of, little bit of talk and a little bit of uh, uh, ownership. But both those guys are great. Am I wrong here?
1: Um, the fan things, I, I don't mind the fan thing. What do you think, Tony?
4: I love fans. Another guy kind of like mustard. where you just the eyeball test. This dude's good. Like you watch him. He's a beast out there. He had a few games early in the season where he dropped a couple deep balls that he should have had. He had problems with catches, but this dude's a stud and he's connected nice with lock. So I, I love that call. Actually.
1: You want to, you want to quote on fan. I read, uh, I was, so I was digging the showdown like early in the season when the Broncos had a game and, uh, the head coach Fangio talked about Fant, and he said Fant is a cornerstone piece to this franchise. Like, like when when a, when a coach is calling you that, like, he, he wants to obviously get you the ball. So, uh, yeah, I think Noah Fant is uh, is one of these guys that's, like, here to stay for the Broncos for, like, the next four years or so in DFS, and we're going to be looking at him. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't mind riding this price while you can, because uh, uh, Drew Locke is definitely uh, definitely looking at him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's pr- anything, anything else we missed at tight end or – I don't know. I'm looking at like the really dusty plays, like the two fives, but like, I don't think we need to be. Nick doing O'Leary
3: this. is getting some run. He's a red zone target. He's 3,100. Like,
4: is I don't think that, the like... that they would make fun of for the dinosaur arms.
1: Yeah, that is him. I know exactly what you're talking That's funny. That's a callback to other podcasts. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I haven't heard that reference in so long. That's
4: because really. we haven't seen Nick O'Leary in a minute. He plays for Jacksonville. Oh. Yeah, no. I, I knew you didn't know he played for Jacksonville. Oh, I thought he played for about. Buffalo or something.
1: No, he's so he yeah, he's uh he actually oh, had a touchdown oh, last no. week against the uh, Chargers.
3: Oh. Yeah. I mean it's it's definitely possible. But yeah, I don't I don't see anything else. Maybe like maybe fells potentially if you need something cheap.
1: Your boy great. Big Irv Smith, Big T. Uh always like Big Irv. 2.9 2. K. Oh uh, uh. yeah. Well, yeah I, I just noticed this, uh, that Foster Moreau guy, uh, he's out for the season for the Raiders. So Waller might actually eat even more. Cause they've been like, they, ever since they kind of got him more involved, Waller's kind of, uh, you know, he's lost some volume, which has been frustrating. So I don't know if they're just going to like put in a, like another tight end, but that could be a nice little boost to Waller.
4: Well, yeah. They I like Waller have... a ton. He might be my favorite. Uh, yeah, he's, I, he's I love he's good. Yeah. And if Renfro's
1: out, he's questionable this week, I saw. So, if he's out again, like, Waller could just dominate in this one.
3: Yeah, I think that brings us back to the end of our analysis. Now it's time. Uh, So, you don't have a tweet for me, Mangone? You just have the semblance of a tweet?
1: Yeah, so, you know, Dean was at a wedding. I was pretty busy today. So, and I I thought I lost until you guys told me. So, I was just preparing.
3: I I thought about that. I'm like, Mangone thinks he lost. I should really just tell him, but...
1: I'm, I'm, I'm very happy you uh, let me know. But yeah, so we kind of have an idea and I'm, I, I'm, I'm hoping that I can talk with them I'm a little busy tomorrow. So I'm hoping me and Dean can talk about it, but I know he's going to probably craft it. But uh, he said we're going to do this where a grant is going to announce an upcoming announcement. So it's basically an announcement of an upcoming announcement and then it's never going to happen. Like uh, an example he kind of gave was like running for a local mayor or something. So, um, and then you're never going to announce that grant. So, uh, maybe we'll make a date too. Like you have to, uh, I'll be announcing this on Friday, come back to my Twitter to find out. And then you just never announce anything. Yeah. Well,
3: that's a good one. Yeah. Big T probably doesn't even listen to this podcast. So just sees Dean tweeting about Pornhub premium.
4: I just thought that was a normal thing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, uh, but you in for the tweets or consequences this week? Yeah, I'm gonna win. it. All Big right, T. so if you guys haven't listened before, and Big T, uh, what we do is we do a little snake draft format. And so the first, I lost last week. I'll go for, I go first, and then Mango goes second. And then once you each pick a guy, best or worst point-per-dollar team loses.
4: How many people do we have to pick? It's Uh, only two. two. And we we – Two guys at any position?
1: No, we set the position. So, Grant's going to pick first, and then I pick. And once that's set, like, say Grant picks a quarterback and a receiver, you have to pick a quarterback. Like, Grant's going to pick a quarterback first. Yeah, so so we'll
4: just – How come I have to pick third when I'm the guest? Well you can go second if you want. So you can
1: yeah, you go second. I'll go I'll go I'll go last. That's fine.
3: So first pick, I'm going with Derrick Henry. Just go suck it. Man gone. Uh my first I, I, pick. I like
1: Henry. You guys act like he's my favorite guy of the top end guys. He's my favorite of the top end. So I like Henry this week.
3: Yeah. No. Big T you're up. You pick a guy. <sighs> uh, so I can pick anybody I want.
1: No, so you don't pick a running back. Well, well, he can, uh,
3: we'll just do it this week. You set the position if he goes with a running back. So, pick okay. any guy big to So,
1: you pick a running back or you can set the position. You pick how do you a guys not just –
4: if there's three of you, how do you not just pick one of each position? I mean – I don't know. Like, do it. that's yeah. – it's just it's – Then you don't team. have to set a position. Then you can each pick one of each position.
1: It makes it interesting. I don't know.
4: Yeah, no, it's tough with a snake draft format because then someone gets and the guy who goes takes
1: too long. That's the other problem. Yeah, it goes forever.
4: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to pick. I wanted Henry. That's why I wanted to go first.
1: Well, you're the guest. So you can uh, you can take your time uh, if you need to.
4: So I can pick. I can. I have to pick uh, anything.
1: You can pick anything. If you want a running back, take a running back. Uh, if, if you want to set the pick position, a running back, like
3: well, eventually you have to, to take a running back. Yeah, there's two between that you are split between. You can go with another position because everyone has to draft a running back on this, and everyone has to draft whoever, whatever the next position is that's drafted.
4: I mean, I gotta take McCaffrey.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he was the other guy I was thinking about. All right, man, go on. You set the position and then pick a running back.
1: Oh, okay. I get to set the position. Um, yeah, you weren't really
3: expecting that, were you?
1: I was not. I was hoping to just kind of be like, okay, well, let's get this gets decided for me, which would have been nice. Um,
4: you guys should be picking one of each position. That's bad management.
1: I mean, do you want to do that? Do you want to make an exception,
4: Grant? Yeah, we'll do We'll do a. Th- it's Three just round. a nice little even team. Like you got one quarterback, receiver, t- a running back. All right, we're
3: doing that this week. Right. Um, so man, go and pick two, pick two of.
1: All right. Well, what? I'm. I'm. Uh, listen. I'm. I'm gonna jump on. Uh, let's see. So you guys already took. You took Henry. So I can take my running back last, which is a beautiful thing.
4: Um, I mean, that's advanced strategy. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm out here doing this on the fly. So, uh, yeah. Give me. Uh, we all like Jared Goff. I think Jared Goff's a really good play. So yeah, oh, give me Jared. Guy. Give me Jared Goff. I think that's a good one there uh, from a point per dollar perspective. Um, and then I get to go again because it's Snake style. So I'm going to take a receiver. Um, I don't know who to take here. Uh, I know what running back I want, but I don't want to leave you. I'm, you know, I'm just going to go at the top. I'm going to go for uh, Godwin. I think he's like one of the best plays of the week. So I'll take Godwin, point per dollar.
4: All right. Tony. <laughs> receiver or quarterback? No reason to take a quarterback. They're all going to be the same. I guess I'll take – I mean, I'll take Hopkins. Oh, that's a good one. I was thinking about
3: potentially going with him. Um, yeah, this one's tough. You know, I'm going to go Sutton, at wide receiver, and then I'm bringing it back with Mahomes. I know that he has an injury right now.
1: Um, well, if he's hurt, you can, you, we'll give you someone else, right? Yeah. Maybe you can take someone else.
3: Yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm going with my home. So, pick a QB, Tony.
4: Uh, who's my favorite quarterback? Uh, man, do I take Watson with Hopkins or do I take Russell Wilson? God, I freaking hate Watson so much. Yeah. I, but I, I like might just you. want to pound you two and just go with my correlations. Too bad I don't have Henry. Henry would look nice with those two. You should trade me McCaffrey for Henry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take. I guess. I guess just give me Watson since I got Hopkins. I freaking hate him though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, my I, listen, I guess, yeah, I couldn't do my correlation, which was frustrating because uh, I, I wanted Godwin, but and I didn't know what's happening with Jameis. What do you mean?
4: But, get in there and take Jameis. Why can't you do that? No, I wasn't messing with that. So, uh, oh, but, you already take a quarterback? No, I already
1: took mine. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 deciding between uh Barkley and Carson, which I think is a really uh, which is a really tough one. Um, I uh gosh, this is this is definitely not an easy one. Miami's really hey, terrible. Uncle Lenny, you look no, you no, You're not you're not baiting me into that one. You you're gotta not, get the volume. There's no way that He's
4: gonna get ten happening. targets.
1: No way that's happening. Let's go. Uh I'm gonna go with uh Man, this is uh this is awful. Uh I'm gonna go with Carson. Um I think Carson's a really good play. I think Carolina's terrible against the run. So yeah, give me give me Carson here in this spot.
3: All right. Well, we got it set, and that pretty much—I don't know, normally—we just say dumb things for the next ten minutes. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Without Dean here to facilitate the stupid stuff, what do we talk about?
1: I mean, that's a fair point. Um, I mean, what, what are we missing? We had the comments. Do we not hit anything, anything, anything yet? Um,
3: I, I think we hit pretty much everything. We we were more succinct without Dean here. I run a tight
4: ship, boys. Mm-hmm.
1: That's fair, fair enough. Tony, Does you I got read a story? My
4: team that I'm gonna put in, our our team from the show.
1: Yeah, read the show team, and if you got a good story for us, man, and it is with a good story or something.
4: So we got Blow at quarterback, we got Henry, we got Scott, we got Galladay and Marvin Jones, we got Godwin, we got Hopkins, we got Ian Thomas, and we got the Bengals D. Oh gosh,
3: oh, gosh yeah, gosh. we didn't even talk about defense. Bengals are so interesting at eight hundred. Yeah. Oh, Noodle arms, sacks with that, like.
1: You know what I was thinking about defense? Like, I'm super excited about I'm super excited about that playoff slate, and I'm super excited to play the defense, whatever defense it's going to be. Like, fire up those those showdown ones, play the defense, uh, play that on the two, four gamers, whatever, um, because Brady's just going to fall and take sacks and get intercepted.
4: There's nothing funnier than when he just literally just falls and just goes down. (laughs) Like, no one's even around. He just goes down because he feels pressure. You know, no, it could actually be the top defense on the slate. The Lions. Yeah, the Lions are always into that. Really nice and cheap too. Right there at twenty-three. You know, I mean, Jameis, hes going
1: gonna—he's gonna throw three hundred yards, three touchdowns, and three interceptions. That's—that's James for you.
3: Yeah. I mean, you might actually have a pick six in there. I mean, Lions may be the best point per dollar defense on the slate.
1: Yeah, actually, yeah, two, three. I mean, hey, then you get to uh, you know you get to jamming all the players, so. uh Yeah, I don't hate it.
4: Yeah, you got a story for us, Tony? I do not. I wasn't prepared. You got to get me talking about something, and then I'll tell a story. I can't think of it, besides when Grant was going to get stabbed by a crazy lady in San Diego. Gosh, that was the weirdest scenario ever. (laughs) Oh, man. Tell the story. You tell the story. I mean, she was going to stab you. Yeah, no. She told me she was
3: going to stab you and end your life. Yeah, we were at a bar in Apparently I did something and she was going around telling people that she was going to stab me. And she was serious. Oh, 100%. Like <laughs> she wanted to end my life. And she I had a knife why. on her. She showed it to me. She showed you
4: the knife. Oh, she had a knife. Yeah. Oh gosh. I almost died guys. Oh man. What'd you do to her, man? I, I don't tried th- to get the noodle wet joking about it like he didn't give a full effort but he gave a little joke and like sat on her lap for a minute she did not like it yeah Tony yeah
1: Tony I got a question for you remember when we were in Nashville we went to dinner dude dude that waitress was all in on Dean right
4: I don't remember the waitress.
1: oh you don't remember
4: the waitress she was was she loving Dino and he didn't call because he he was a regular that's what happened right like she knew all his order and
1: I don't know. She was loving Dean though, man. Uh, Dean and Simon yeah, have been there a bunch. Remember. That steakhouse, man, that was a good time. The
4: was good. Montana Grill. Yeah, I man. like that place.
1: Yeah, our RG party's coming up, man. We are have to hit the Montana Grill again. You
4: need to today. announce that it. it's happening, right?
1: Uh, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's a Super Bowl party, right? That I'm sure that's what's going down. Well, we should be all be there and uh, having so a good time
4: too. Like all the all the finals I've gone to, different things like that. RG party, definitely my favorite. Just a great time.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we'll be playing some uh, some hoops action, I'm sure we'll go on. Uh I'm, I'm wondering if we'll get the one on one for you and hoop uh
4: Hoop leave. isn't coming. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no, probably not. Uh, there's no way that man's coming.
1: We need we need to get the uh we need to get the Randone uh you you and Hoop against oh. Randon and uh did you see the the picture I posted oh. of him missing that shot?
4: Clay, did you see <laughs> the game? Oh my god, it's exactly what I thought his basketball game was gonna look like. Well- a big, I, strong football dude that has no coordination whatsoever.
1: Well, I took a. Do you see? I watched the video and I, I took a screenshot yeah. of, of Clay, and it was him literally missing a bunny. Like, and I was like, I can't, I can't shoot. But he was missing a. He's playing for five thousand dollars against you, and he's out here, you know, missing jump. Not he's missing so jumpers,
4: strong too, person. and like so fast, and he just has no coordination, though. Yeah, it's gonna be good times. I, he's I gonna be so happens, embarrassed like, when he loses to a big fat guy. Like he's gonna. Those guys are gonna be so embarrassed.
1: And they might have to take a hiatus out in the woods and uh meditate and...
4: <laughs> go back to the meditation chamber oh good times
3: yeah. yeah Well, I think that's that's about the end of the show um you make each you guys give me a bold take we'll start off with you man go
1: oh a bold take on the week um man, I'm not prepared for this man uh Let's go with uh, let go with Galladay, man. Galladay, uh, you know he he does the helicopter two touchdowns and a uh, hundred yards on this slate. The uh, the helicopter play, like uh, Ian Hardett says, uh, Galladay
4: has a big one. All right, big T. Yeah, I mean my favorite team from the the whole time we looked at it was Detroit. Maybe we get four hundred plus yards from Blow, two touchdowns each from Galladay and Jones, four touchdowns. Just they completely break the slate. Yeah. That's,
3: yeah, that's a good one. I'm going with Cortland Sutton is the top-scoring wide receiver on the entire slate. I like Which, it. Yeah, I can see that happen. All right, guys, it's been fun. Big T, thanks for taking over for Dean. It was, it was definitely better. Suck it, Dean. Um, Mango, I'll see you again next week. And, guys, good luck on all your t- contests this week. We're out of here. See you, kids.